Hello, 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 everybody, and happy, happy Monday, and welcome to episode nine of the Scale the Fuck Up podcast. So this podcast is specifically designed to help show you a real-life, behind-the-scenes look at what it actually takes to scale a business to seven figures. So whether you are teetering around the edges of six figures, or you've already busted through to multi-six figures, or you're dancing on the edges of seven, this podcast has strategies and takeaways designed to support you. Now, I'm Rhiannon, your host and business strategist for six, multi-six, and seven-figure entrepreneurs, and I've been supporting women to grow and scale businesses that light them up, not burn them out, since 2014. Thank you so, so much for being here and for tuning in today. Today, we are chatting about something that is a little bit different than our normal topics, but it is very, very important, and I'd love to shed some light on it. So today we're talking all about ethics and social responsibility in business. Okay, so a little bit of a backstory here. All right, over the past couple of months, I have had significant dealings with a lady from a developing nation who was hired to help support on a project. All right, so the company that I that I'm working with who has hired her, I've worked with them for over 2 years. But this lady is a recent addition. Okay, so if you are tuning in for the first time or you're not super familiar with who I am or what I do, I support clients to scale. I know, I know, super generic, right? But there are a few different ways that I do this depending on what their goals are and what some of those bottlenecks are. But in nearly all of my containers, I help clients to systematize, strategize, and streamline in order to scale. And oftentimes a key element of that is team, right? So sometimes I'll step in and help with onboarding processes and automating things. And my team will help to actually execute things. And other times that means that I will step in and help with existing team members. So training them and making sure that, you know, they're working as efficiently as possible in order to support the business. Okay, so cycling back to this lady. I don't know another way to put it other than just saying it like it is, but she is treated horrendously. She's verbally abused. She is manipulated. Um, She's told that she is already overpaid. The terms of her contract change suddenly to increase her working hours without increasing her pay. Just really, really, really terrible treatment, crappy pay, and unacceptable working conditions that probably wouldn't fly in Western nations if we're being honest. And, you know, I've really been struggling trying to put words to this and to share this episode, but I believe this is such an important topic and something that isn't really talked about. So we read books that tell us to hire cheap labor so that we can increase our profits. We hear podcasts that suggest that we outsource so that we can work less while making more. We learn from mainstream gurus that looking to developing nations is the answer, but at what cost? So we can go around and around and around until the cows come home on this. And whether you, whether you should or should not outsource, uh, this isn't about that. Okay. This, this is about not exploiting people who help to support you. So as business owners, you know, we need to make a certain amount of revenue to cover having a team. So if you're not profitable and you are consistently going in the red, paying for your expenses, which includes your team, of course, 
there is a problem there that needs to be addressed, right? And if you don't have enough revenue to cover the cost of doing business, it sucks for everyone because that means unless you get that cash flow up quickly, you're likely going to have to downsize your team, which is a lose lose. And, you know, working with abroad, sorry, working with people abroad can absolutely be a win win for everyone, but not at the expense of treating people less than, exploiting them, or paying them peanuts. So, let me get off my soapbox here for just a minute and let's talk about actual ramifications of being awful. <laughs> so full transparency, um, when I say being awful, I'm referring to being an asshole. But to be completely honest, my team suggested it was probably better to not have another curse word in an episode title since there's already an F-bomb in the title of this actual podcast. But now you know. So being awful legitimately impacts your bottom line for multiple reasons. So let's go ahead and dive into some of those now. All right, turnover means higher costs. So when you do not treat people well, when you do not respect them, when you do not value them, they are not gonna stay with you long-term. So more often than not, they are gonna buy their time and look for other opportunities. And as soon as another opportunity opens up, they'll take it. And why wouldn't they? No one wants to be in a position where they're talked down to and treated like crap and not paid very well. So what this means for you is it actually costs you more time and more money because then you have to go and find someone else. You have to search. You have to interview. You have to make sure it's a good fit. You have to train. Or you have to pay someone else to do all of that for you. Also, it decreases productivity. So in addition to the fact that bringing on new team members takes time and it costs money, new team members can take a little while to get comfortable. And, you know, it can take time to learn the lay of the land, learn about your company, and really get up to speed on processes and how to handle things in your business. So this means that productivity slides, which again is impacting your bottom line. This also impacts customer service and usually customer service suffers. So from a client perspective, it can be really, really annoying constantly dealing with new people who aren't familiar with you, your business, your case, etc. So when team members are unhappy, customer service can really slide and or if those team members leave, the person supporting the clients shifts entirely. So there's really a lack of continuity, and that can be really frustrating for clients, which may lead to them deciding to not continue working with you, which obviously impacts your revenue. Next, you lose other opportunities. So impact-driven companies don't want to work with unprofessional, unstable, and unethical companies. Oftentimes, if business owners find out about poor working conditions or terrible employee treatment, it's a black mark on that reputation, and people don't want to be associated with that. So this sentence from Ethical Considerations in International Business by the University of Texas at Tyler from 2022 sums it up quite well, and I quote, Today's consumers, domestically and abroad, expect the companies they support to demonstrate ethics and corporate responsibility and mission, values, practices, communications, and actions, end quote. So it can cost you revenue because you're losing opportunities. And fifth and finally, things tend to snowball. So oftentimes if one person is unhappy because of how they're being treated, they're not the only ones unhappy. 
because it's probably not just happening to them, which can have really, really detrimental effects if team members are burning out and deciding to leave in tandem. And then things can just sort of snowball from there. And you're not just dealing with one team member who pieced out, you're dealing with multiple team members. Or that one team member left, which added more stress, workload, and uncertainty on others, which just starts the cycle all over again. Okay, so I don't know who needs to hear this today. And, you know, if you are listening to this and you find that you're guilty of doing some of these things, this is not a diss and this is not shaming you in any way, shape, or form, okay? Please don't misunderstand me. But this really is an opportunity for you to step up and make some changes. I do think that sometimes we can get really carried away and wrapped up in our own drama, our own lives and businesses, and just like all the things, right? And we are all incredibly different, which makes the world go round. And that means how I approach something may be totally different than you. And that's great. There is no one size fits all in life or in business. And honestly, it would be a disservice to everyone to pretend like there is. But if you are in a phase, where you're prioritizing money over everything else, including how you're treating people and the ethics of the foundations of your business, at the end of the day, that doesn't actually serve you, your clients, your business, or your team in the best way. So there is a way to find a happy medium and a balance there. And, you know, I don't have any profound words to leave you with today or any catchy sign off or anything like that, but I would really encourage you to think about this topic, like everyone think about this topic, especially because the mainstream goes so against it and it can tend to encourage this exploitative behavior. Be a good human, treat people right, and your business is going to be so much better off in the long run anyway. All right, that is all I've got for you today. I hope you have a great week ahead. I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I would love to hear your thoughts on this and I will see you next week. Bye.